0: everyone terry well here host of the healing place podcast just a quick intro before today's episode i believe as i edited this i realized oh i didn't ask this guest uh, how to connect with her so uh, i know on the youtube video i have it down below under each guest's name what their website is um, i know she shared She has a special gift for everyone. So please be sure to tune in all the way to the end. Uh, No strings attached, free gift, which you'll want to check out. So she did uh, leave or talk about the link to that. But uh, the way to connect with her is U2 Shine. And it's Y-U, the number two, S-H-I-N-E. So U2 Shine. Um, So just a beautiful, wow, one of those powerful everything she was coming out of her mouth was just resonating with my heart and soul. And I could feel my, my heart expanding and, uh, just really resonate with this beautiful, beautiful message and the work that she's doing in the world. Uh, incredible, uh, light and love. So, all right. Thanks for being here. Thanks for supporting the show. And, uh, thank you for Just being a part of this healing space and shining your own light and love into the world. All right, now for today's episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place podcast. I'm your host, Terry Welbrock. And again, for those of you on YouTube watching me, I always have a big smile on my face because I get so excited about the guests that join me on the show. And today, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm definitely feeling it today. So today, I welcome Victoria Rader, PhD, Possibility Coach, Transformational Speaker, and Founder of You to Shine, and Possibility Publishing, and I'm just thrilled to talk about that as well. There's been the launch, would you say, in the last two days? So welcome, Victoria. Two
1: days! Two days! <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Thank you.
0: That's amazing, and, and I can't wait to learn more about it. So yeah, talk to us about how it is that you came to this place and this work that you're
1: doing? You know, I think for me, as for all of us, things make sense when we look back. <laughs> you know, In the middle of it all, very few things actually are very clear and make sense. And so, um, you know, I was born in, uh, former Uni- uh, in the former Soviet Union in Ukraine and have always had unique gifts that were not necessarily welcome back home. Uh, by people outside of the family but were very nourished and welcomed by my family. You know, I started by kind of throwing uh, cards, we didn't have tarot cards, so I just had playing cards and by just holding them, I kind of knew where they was going. And then I did coffee cup and then I did tea leaf and and it, and it was just all expression of intuitive ability. You know, I intuitively felt the outcomes or the probability of the outcomes and then i use these mediums without any training to quote unquote do fortune telling now i'm very much against that now because i understand very well what our subconscious does right what we believe the probability of we create and so i always tell people if you're going to go to quote unquote medium they will tune in to either your greatest fear or your greatest dream based on their capacity and your current state and if they're tuning into your greatest fear and they're telling you these things are possibility of happening you have a choice to do a healing and to create a very different outcome so that's just kind of lesson of a lifetime that I've learned Um, because while playing with the girls one night um, at college I had a very strong feeling that somebody's father was going to die didn't know what to do with that didn't know what to say not to say And sure enough, two days later, he passed away and I went into complete shock, complete shock of assuming responsibility for the outcome I couldn't have controlled in the first place. And I numbed all of those intuitive abilities. I actually threw myself into religion for which I'm grateful, studied everything, you know, and and it was a long journey of finding a balance between understanding that there is a greater power. And that by aligning ourselves with that power, we open ourselves to a life of miracles. And that by doing so, we can be given an intuitive understanding and direction. In doing that, surrender to that greater power, the power of love, in the most joyful way. We can continue struggling, suffering, and hitting our head on the wall, or we can find an easier path. So that's, in a nutshell, the journey of self-discovery. And then, you know, all the pieces of paper and certifications, they were just first healing the ego, telling the ego, yes, you got this, and then just learning the skills.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh, you're speaking to my so on so many levels on that. And um just that that surrendering to to the higher power and just allowing that flow to happen which is what I feel but you brought up the word love and I told you before I hit record one of the favorite things that I saw on your website was we are most empowered when we surrender to love and boy is that true I I've said it on this show often and but again that surrendering part of it can you can you address that?
1: Yeah, you know, from two aspects, one is a funky aspect, because uh, I'm Ukrainian. And as we know, at a time of recording, I'm hoping at the time of release, we'll have peace. But at a time of recording, Ukrainians are not surrendering. We do not surrender. Well, we don't lie down and say, yes, kill me. Right. So the word surrender has been a trigger for my whole life. You know, in 1930s, Stalin starves 9 million Ukrainians because they don't want to surrender their free agency. You know, And so 500 years of genetic die, die for your freedom, die for your freedom. The Ukrainian anthem starts with a line. Ukraine hasn't died yet. I mean, it's got to be very telling of our genetic programming of the lack of surrender. But I think it's it's. For most of us, we misunderstand surrender because it's just that. We feel that if we surrender, we surrender to violence, or we surrender to lack of freedom, and so we fight. And then when we fight and we have this instinct to fight and to persevere, we actually create externally conditions to fight against. And for me, it was a gorgeous insight. I was in my sacred place in my temple. And I was really talking to Great power and, you know, God, greater world designer. And I was saying, I have an issue with this, all right? I have a real issue with the whole surrender thing. <laughs> you know, couldn't we pick a better term like surrender to God's will? I mean, that's just triggering me all over my body, you know, <laughs> like sitting there thinking, I'm trying here, I'm trying. And, and I felt this very subtle uh, feeling, you know, a voice, I call it a still small voice that said, I was sitting on the bench and it guided me lift up your feet. I said, Okay, that's weird. There are people around me, but I'm lifting my feet off the bench. And then the understanding came very peacefully and very powerfully. You're now surrendering your weight to the bench. The bench is fully supporting your weight. Your freedom is not taken away. You're simply no longer responsible for carrying and supporting full weight. Now, I could understand that kind of surrender and so it is surrendering the burdens surrendering our lack of capacity to carry those burdens into the light of great creator to be fully supported and that's when it came in all i'm asking you is to rent to surrender to love so fully and completely that on those days when you no longer can walk you're carried And that was the moment of surrender for me. That was the moment of complete surrender. Yeah. You see the tears? Did you see my
0: face going like, (laughs) I mean, I literally felt something lift out of my heart. Like that was incredibly powerful, beautiful. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of just sitting here a little stunned in silence, which normally doesn't happen to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, but the word you said, Terry, you said powerful. And that's, as I said, that's that second aspect, right, of surrender, because there's that surrender. But then you say, so how are we then empowered by it? And that second aspect for me, well, I want to first share the three stages of empowerment, why it meant, and then how I arrived at it, you know, from my life. So, I think for all of us, we have felt moments of powerlessness, complete, complete powerlessness. It's part of human experience. I call it powerless me. And it's very important to know when we're powerless during even, even, you know, any given day. None of us are immune to those moments. And you know, you're powerless when you feel life happens to you. So when something happens and you have the first instinct of that scared stuff inside, how could it happen to me? We internalize. Now, I've shared with you, I just discovered Dr. Joe Vitali, so I'm so thrilled. I'll be quoting him so much because he's a new gorgeous input, you know, pouring into my life and he calls it victim mentality but uh, i just call it powerless me right powerless me life happens to me and all of us throughout the day will have those moments and it's very important to be aware of that powerlessness happens so that we don't stay there so then the second level i call it power hungry me and that's you have a lot of tony robbins is a great example of that that says life doesn't happen to you it happens for you and i say well it kind of happens both once something Once I feel something happen to me, powerless me, I can ask myself, in what way has it happened for me? And I can reclaim my power. So it's a process. It's not either or. I become power hungry. The only danger of that is if you don't stop that power hunger, you want more and more and more things to happen for you. You start feeding your ego. You see, in the beginning, the ego is very important. It has to take you out of powerlessness. It's an important shift, but if you get stuck there, you become an overachiever and accomplisher and you feel empty. Why? Because you continue to be hungry for more and more power. And that's that last step of saying, wait a minute, life doesn't happen to me or for me. How do I make a miracle of life happen through me? How do I become an instrument of life? And we become that by surrendering to being an instrument of divine love. Yeah. And then it's no longer external. It's not this happened to me. It's not this unfolded for me, which neither one is wrong. They're points of perspective, but you get to say, wow, this happened to me. And I learned these lessons. So it happened for me. How can I shift my reality? through me. And that's when you're empowered. Oh, I
0: love it. And I, shared this recently on the show, but I did a, had a powerful experience in a meditative state taken to the smoky veil. Um, and was given the message, you are both of the earth and of the light. And you are a prism of this light, which light and love to me. And so when I heard that, it was like, oh, that's it. And what you just said is exactly that to be that vessel that that prism of, of that love and uh, when you reach that state it is just a beautiful just peaceful place to be because you can look at the things that happen and say um, what are the lessons to be learned in this what instead of that victim mentality so thank you for your amazingly wonderful Description of of what what I have experienced as well. So Thank you for that.
1: You know, there's such a gorgeous alignment, Terry, because one of my earlier books was called "Until You Shine," and it dealt with the universal laws of why we matter. And the phrase I used there is that we matter most when we surrender to light. <laughs> You know, when we surrender our matter to light. So that that gorgeous experience you've had is a validation for it. And over the years, it developed into a very concise understanding of the word me. So when I said powerless me, it's for me, it's little M, little E. When I said power hungry me, it's big M, big E. But we're all shooting for empowered me, which for me is little M. Big E. And that's how I brand all of our products. And the reason why is because when I say I am me, it's a reminder that there is a part of me that is little m. It's mortal matter that materially manifests. And there is a big E of me that is eternal energy that expands essentially. Or that essentially expands. And so then you say, now I understand what surrender to love means. Because love to me is life-originating vibrant emotion or energy in motion. So love and light are, you know, love is just an expression of unfolding life. So now I say, okay, now I understand what I'm doing. Surrendering to love is surrendering my mortal to my eternal. Surrendering my matter to my energy. Surrendering my need to manifest to my appreciation for expansion. And surrendering my material to essential. And that reshifts in my reality when I say I am me. I remember that I am not either or, I am both. And I am both so that I can appreciate the great light that I am while it is in this physical form. Right. People say we're not this body. I'm like, oh yeah, we are. Here it is. <laughs> we're just we're not only this body, but we're to love this, as you said, gorgeously beautiful prism of light of who we are.
0: Yes. Well, now you have um coaches that when when I was on your website, there was mm-hmm. like all the different uh labels of coaches, and then each of them have that I love the little M big E. And so People can reach out and specifically for their needs, correct?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, every single you know, every single uh, person on my team, I get emotional because they're family. I had, to, you know, a lot of people have these big visions and they go forward to them. To be 100% transparent, I did not have a vision for my business. I had a very simple vision. <laughs> How do I surrender to love? slowly one day one month one year at a time the team built itself everybody on my team was kind of a part of the unfolding of that one day at a time had a beautiful soul her that is now my uh, marketing director who came into my life because she watched a video on youtube for a year where activate the happiness receptors in your brain and then she came into training and then after two years so about a year and a half she said you know You have so much to offer, but your website is so (laughs) non expressive of that. Would you trade some training for that? And that's how the journey began. So, every single person on my team is a client, a student, and a friend who has witnessed the transformation in their life and is so eager to offer it to others. So, I've never, you know, I've never had a need to hire or invite somebody it's just been like I'm so excited can we do it together and I'm very blessed for the lack of better word to have that kind of a business So every coach based on their expertise of their journey now leads others so whether it's prosper me you know for 35 financial laws or accept me delight me nurture me we're just launched nurture me coach so yes
0: Oh my gosh, I love it. I and and, well, and I just love the idea that we all we all could probably see all of them, (laughs) but there's just certain things that that come to the surface, right? And so the thing that we're just seem to be focused on and say, oh, I'm really lacking that in my life, or I really want more of this, and so yeah, what a that's just such a unique, wonderful way to offer guidance for folks. So, and then you're also. Gosh, eight books, is it, that
1: you've read? <laughs> Yes. Well, three are anthologies, and two are amazing journals. So the two journals were done for the latest solo book, which is Prosper Me. Um, and, you know, as as I've mentioned to you, I think everyone who is born is an author. We all have a message within us, you know, without an exception. The question becomes whether we're a writer or whether we're a published author. But I think with the right help, you know, you just, there are people who inspire you, but there are people that you've come to inspire. I believe that with every fiber of my being. And I think when that burning inside becomes brighter and brighter, you can't hold it back anymore. It's because there's somebody who says, I need to hear what you say. They might have heard that message a gazillion times, but they were not the right words and they were not the right energy. So.
0: Yes. And wow, when we share our truths, how it can resonate and just create soul connections with other people. So yes. I mean, what a gift you're offering with the, now a publishing company so if someone is listening right now and says oh i have that book inside of me do do you guide people through the writing processes or or do they just hand you a a, you know already written manuscript and then you decide on it
1: you know such a great question because what happened originally actually if you go to my site it's utoshine.com there is a program that's called Write Me. And it's like a 60-minute program that unblocks the writer's flow. So what happened there, as I was working with Ignite Publishing on my Prosper Me book, you know, my publishing team said, hey, it just seems to be flowing through you. You know, would you mind doing a program for our other authors? And so I offered this program on removing the writer's block. So that program now has been sold by Action Takers Publishing and, you know, my company, it's only, I don't remember, I think it's only $49. It's, you know, it's very inexpensive. But it is absolutely the beginning of writing, because writing is a very vulnerable and healing process. And a lot of new authors are using writing as to heal themselves. And it's an important thing. But the book that is meant to just heal you is not a book that will necessarily connect with the reader so I always tell people feel comfortable knowing that there will be two additions to your book the first one is really just for you and you are worth it so take time and pour it out because until you do you what is writer's block confusing trying to write for someone when you haven't healed yourself enough to have written for you so that's the first step. pour it out, pour it out through you that the healing for you is complete, then we're going to bring you back and we're going to collect the messages of that healing so that you can then empower others so absolutely we have coaches from you know from one team that are empowering people on this journey. The reason it's called possibility publishing is because I truly believe that it's possible to impact deeply every single person on that journey including the author <laughs> you know yeah.
0: yes and it's hybrid hybrid publishing company correct yes yes, yes. Yeah. Which... We
1: just published our deck. One thing that we can two things, two things that are going to be super unique. I'm excited. It's a new baby. So, yes, you know, know, there's no there are no favorite children, but we all know when the new baby is born. It's like so cute. you know? Yeah. Fatigue hasn't set in yet. So uh, studying all the models and being a part of so many publishing companies, what we want to offer is unique. First of all, having so many books, I know that people now like to listen and less to read. People are driving, they're on the road, and avid readers can listen at two times the speed, three times the speed. So one thing we'll be offering to all of our books and anthologies, in addition to the regular hard, soft, you know, and electronic copy will be the audio file and those those of you who have published know it's a whole other story to find and to report the audio. so we will be doing that that's one thing that's different and another thing that's different because I'm a girl who loved those little creative decks we are actually publishing decks of cards whether you wanted to do questions or you know play and the very first one that we just uh, submitted to the printer is uh, accept me deck of cards that combines the traditional scripture of the west with the spiritual teachings of the east so you will take the scripture from the bible you will see which chakra energy center it is meant to open and then there is an affirmation and a pondering exercise to do that so that's our first little thing we got incorporated on thursday we submitted the first product on friday life is good
0: Oh my gosh! I'm sign me up. So yeah, I'll be first in line to get it. I grew up Catholic, so I have you know, well, I have angels you can see all around me. So I still embrace my 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 Christian faith, but I'm also very very open to. I just did a healing session with you know chakra alignment uh, two days ago with a previous podcast guest um, who who gifted me this session, and it was just such a two hour wow moment um so yeah i love bringing it together what what a cool idea
1: you know terry for a year and a half um so except me coach carolyn and i are the two that brought it together and then we had beautiful artists that did that but truly for a year and a half it was pondering on i know it to be true but i also know that people need to have a validation in the form of scripture to know that that concept is one and the same. And so it was probably about a month and a half ago that in the Old Testament, in the original Jewish Torah and in the Bible in the Old Testament, in Ezekiel, there was a gorgeous verse that where prophet Ezekiel is exposed to the glory of God and he describes it as a bow in the rainy light uh, uh, sky. So he describes it as a rainbow, which is the natural, let's say, which is the seven light colors. So when we talk of quote unquote glory of God, that great overall designer, we're talking of seven frequencies of light that each create, open and empower seven energy centers. So the truth is the truth is the truth. I just I believe that quote unquote, if we're not one, we're not gods. And I see so much misunderstanding, fear, and criticism either from new age towards Christianity or judgment from Christianity towards energy work. And one of the beautiful callings I feel I have in life is to heal the drift and just through surrender to love. And say we might be using different words. To describe the same concept. So let's just kind of live what we preach and love. <laughs> let's live what we preach and love.
0: Oh, amen. Because when again, when I was taken in a different <laughs> meditation a few years ago, to this, this place, the veil, and given a micro glimpse of what was beyond w- what I say lasted a millisecond yet an eternity all in the same time, because there is no time. Um, it All it was, was pure love and light. And so to like, th- I, I can't even give it human words because it was so beautiful. And so what you just said is so very true. If we can, yes, just do exactly what you just said. <laughs> um, it, it, it's just, if we, again, that's surrender. I, I keep going back to that surrender and in, in the power of that. Uh, it's just beautiful. So, well, I could sit and talk to you here for hours, um, but wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about anything that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet.
1: I would like to mention the surrender to power, the little story, and then, you know, and then then just offer the gift I'm working on right now. That was uh, this story comes through me often. Um, I was a five-year-old girl when that happened, and I think it just gives itself to as an example to, to what we're doing. And uh, I was looking for a hanger for my doll and figured it was the best thing to do to pull the metal pin out of my hair and plug it into the electrical socket of 240 amps. And so gratefully I did not get electrocuted because the fuse is blue. And I always say, and so did my grandpa, who ran in and he was, you know, shouting on top with the lungs, but um resistance in the fuses is, is what saved my life so resistance is very important for survival and a lot of us misunderstand that and are in sheer survival because we are resisting the light and the power what do I mean by that to the house that I am in anybody is in there is the equal amount of power that is coming to each and every socket we know it. 240 in Europe, 125 or whatever it is in the U.S., it doesn't matter. It's the equal amount of power that is coming into the house. Then we plug different devices. So the input is identical, but the output is very different. A little 15-watt light bulb is very dim, and a 100-watt light bulb is very bright. So what is the difference? The difference is the resistance. So the level of resistance inside dims the light that comes out i just think it's a very poignant example because you me everybody who's you know listening in we all have access to the same power none of us are quote-unquote more special more gifted more talented we all have access to the same power the internal resistance to that power of light and love is what determines how the world sees us so if you see my light shining brighter It's not because I fell on my head in a special, unique way that opened it up. It's because I daily choose to surrender resistance to the love and light that flows. That's the whole point. You know, that's the process. How do I do that? I want to give the practical thing. How do you surrender to love? Choose the point of trigger to say, I choose love. Somebody upsets you. Something upsets you. Something is going wrong. Verbally. Simply say three I love you's. I love you, meaning yourself. I love you, meaning the person that's driving you crazy. And I love you, meaning the situation. Just try it. You do not have to spend 10,000s of dollars quite yet. <laughs> Make them first on healing. Just three I love you's. I love you. I love you. I love you. That simple thing is is step one. Step two. When something is so deeply harming and hurting you that you cannot forgive it, that is the block to your own light. What is that one thing? And then simply invite that light into your life by saying, God, universe, source, I have no power to forgive this. I'm powerless to let go of this. I surrender it to you to forgive for me through me. You say that, and you will have experienced the moment of surrender and divine grace. It's acknowledging I am powerless and I'm surrendering it to you to go through me. That is to me the miracle of empowerment, the miracle of surrender. And those are the two practical takeaways that anybody can take away today. And the third thing is if you felt that in your heart, I'm about to do a free masterclass, truly no strings attached. It's called manifestmiracles.me. I'm flying to Hawaii to record it because that's the place where I've understood the concept of miracles. Right now, there's just a wait list, but in a few weeks, it's going to come out. So it's manifestmiracles.me, and it's going to have every single aspect of empowering you through surrender to love to create miracles in your life.
0: Wow. Okay. Yay. I'm in. I'm in for all of that. I'm signing up for some decks. I'm like signing up for that. You're so sweet. Wow. Well, and you, I, I know I constantly bring it back to me because I, it, it just, it, it brings up things that I'm like, Oh yeah. Right now we're in, my mom's in hospice care. She has uh, liver cancer and cirrhosis of the liver from a, a very rough 87 years. Well, she didn't drink her whole life, but, but until she was like in her teens, but She's 87 and uh, a life of addiction, alcohol addiction, and for the last I don't know three and a half years, she lived sober with one little fall off the wagon at Christmas. Um, But since she's gotten this diagnosis, she's decided to dive headfirst back into the bottle. And um, I I am hooponoponoing every day with her, you know, like I love you, I forgive you, and like I'm just trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. So I really like you really touched my heart with that with that second piece of it because I feel like I'm stuck when it comes to her Mm -hmm. and I love her so much but I that that monster that demon of addiction is is my block it really is and so thank you for that gift for me personally yeah beautiful Thank you. All right. Well, I just want to thank you for, gosh, what a magnificently beautiful light you are in the world, the work you're doing um, and the message that you've shared here today. So thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Terry. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, everyone, thanks
0: for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. And remember until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey everybody. Terry Welbrock again just wanted to thank you for listening to the episode today and remind you to visit my website as well as the academy.terrywellbrock.com for the courses. But if you go to my website, terrywellbrock.com, you can sign up for my monthly hope for healing newsletter, which is also jam packed with information and strategies and blog pieces and guest blog pieces and links to shows, um, And just a great space for, uh, thanks for, again, being here and being a part of this healing space. I very much appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye.